0: Hi, welcome to Upgrade Your Faith. I'm Luke Gradless, and this is our daily devotional or our Wake Up in the Word. Today we're looking at a passage found in Colossians, chapter one, starting in verse nine. And I love this passage because this passage talks to the spirit that mature Christians should have for new Christians and the kind of uh, hope and prayer and support that they should offer. And not only does it show that beautiful spirit that we're supposed to have for one another, but it also kind of breaks down some things that we should be striving for. Some things that we should be making sure that as we go throughout our daily basis, our, our, you know, our day-to-day activities, that we're doing these things. And I think this is so important because one of the things that the enemy is so good at getting us to do is getting us to just go with the flow. Right? He, he's able to lull us into this routine where we wake up and we just do the same things we do every day. And if those habits aren't really holy, it's easy for us to just drift away from the throne of God and end up looking more and more like the world that is around us. And so in, in Colossians chapter 1, uh, it talks to both the spirit that we're supposed to have as mature Christians for new believers, and then also some things we should be thinking about in the way that we live our day-to-day lives. And so let's, let's jump right in. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. says, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, and he's talking about um, them hearing of these new believers and these people who have just come to Christ. So he's saying, since we heard that, we do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So the first thing he's saying is, and I think this is so important, our prayer for you is that you're filled with the knowledge of his will. We, we hear this in the Lord's Prayer, right? Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And I think this is such an important thing that we miss a lot. Christians are not in a relationship with God where we push our will to him and say, God, hey, use your holiness, use your power to make my will happen. No, we are in a relationship with God where we go, God, I give you everything I have, and if there is any way I can help your will be done, your will, God, that is the most important thing to me. And that's what we're seeing here, Paul saying that they're praying for, is they're praying that these new Christians are filled with the knowledge of God's will. And I think that's something you and I need to think about. Our culture is very much focused on your plan, your strategy, your legacy, what do you want to achieve, what do you want to do? And if we aren't careful We will find that even as believers, we are pushing our will forward and asking God to support our will, versus going, God, what's your will? And how do I support yours? Because that's the way it should work, right? He's the master, we're the servant. We're pursuing his will, not the other way around. And so that's what Paul's saying here is we, we want you to be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And so the first thing is that God's will and your relationship with God that knowledge that you have from it, it is filtering everything, right? It is becoming the lens through which you see everything else that you're facing in life. It is first coming through that filter of what is your relationship with God and what are you trying to achieve that supports His will. And so then he says that you may walk worthy of the Lord. So this knowledge, it doesn't just change what you know, it changes the way you live. And so because you have the knowledge of the will, Where does that lead to the prayer? It leads that not only do you have the knowledge, but then you're going to act. You're going to walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So again, here we are. We're we're submissive to God. We understand His will. That's the lens which we see everything through. That knowledge and relationship changes the way that we walk through the world so that we look different that leads to us bearing fruit of the Spirit, right? It leads to us showing you know, goodness and love and patience and kindness, all those fruits of the Spirit are now showing up in our lives. And all of this is done to do what? To please God. And not only are we showing this and, and, and not stopping there, but each day we're increasing. Each day we're increasing in our knowledge with God. So our maturity is gonna grow each and every day, so that no matter who we are, We are always going to look back at the day before and go, you know what? I am closer to God now than I was then. I am more knowledgeable about God today than I was yesterday. And so there's this beautiful pattern and momentum that is being built. Then in verse 11, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. Where does our strength come from? Where does our power come from? Not from us. Not from some secret source deep within me. No, it comes from him. And I, again, think this is a beautiful thing for us to think about. Many of us go to God when we are are at our end, right? When we're at our wit's end, when we've reached the end of our rope, right? Then we fall to our knees and we go, God, help me. God, support me. God, bless me. Wrong mentality. You start the day, you start the journey with him. You don't go, let me do what I can do and then I'll come to you, God, as my, my backup plan. No, plan A. From very first moment you wake up is to perform and to act and to live in the power and in the strength of his might why according to his glorious power and then it says for all patience and long suffering with joy giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints and the light so what's he saying he's saying look in along this journey you might suffer it might be hard But you will always be thankful and you will always be joyous. Why? Because you know what you have. You have a relationship with the Lord. You have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in you who has changed you and shaped you and remade you. And if you know those things, you know your sins have been washed away, if you know you've been given new life, then then you can't be negative. Right? Yes, it will be tough. But when you look at it within the light of what God has already done to you, you will be thankful and you will rejoice. And then look what he says. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. And so brothers and sisters, I just love this passage because it's it's real concise. But in it, it reminds us, one, that, hey, as more mature believers, we should be supporting and praying for and lifting up new believers. And second, it's a wake-up call for all of us, whether mature or immature, to go, hey, am I living my day-to-day life the right way? Do I have the right focus? Do I have the right mentality? Am I putting my spirit in the right place? Am I relying on God in the right way? Because this outlines the mentality, the focus, And the view that we should have each day as we go through this life and try to build God's kingdom. So thanks for spending a few minutes with us. I'm praying for you. I hope God is blessing you. I hope God is using you. And I hope you can look at this passage and go, you know what? I'm doing those things today. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. May God bless you and we will see you soon.